sanguine, simply optimistic, a community of hope and optimism. Hey, MC Group, welcome back. Uh, so excited to get another lesson, another Friday, and then, uh, another chance to reflect on what I presented to you guys. I hope it was a blessing on Friday, and all of you that weren't there, you just need to know that truly, I did miss you. And uh, kids, especially you guys, um, I love seeing your smiling faces, and you're just so full of life. And uh, truly, you guys are my people, and uh, the Baldwin family, um, you guys are our family, and we so appreciate you. And so, um, yeah, I want have been wanting to do podcasts for a long time. You guys are my guinea pigs. I'm practicing on you by uh, kind of rehashing what I talked about on Friday night, hopefully, possibly getting some more insights. Well, sometimes not. Hopefully, it's a good day and the, and the brain's flowing. Well, truth is, every day is a good day. And this is part of me changing the way I think. Every day is a good day. The opportunity to get up, to face the challenges, it is a good day. Some days are harder than others, but it is a good day. So last week, we uh, talked about, I talked about just the the um, obstacle and changing the way you think that the body actually has an uh, addiction to the chemicals that are related to our thinking. And when we change the way we think that those chemicals that our body is now doing without our body's unhappy about that. And so it's crying out for those chemicals. So as we start to change our thought patterns, if they had been previously negative and we're changing our thought patterns to more positive, our body's crying out for those chemicals that are produced by those negative thought patterns. And so we are like addicts. And so talked about last week, just having that knowledge is so helpful that we can partner that with our faith with the promise of scripture and with our imagination that we can create a picture and we can animate a scenario in our minds that I believe that the Holy Spirit comes and partners with and he uses every aspect of us because he created every aspect. You know, the word imagination and animate and vision. Vision is in the scriptures all the time. Animation is just a new word. But the scripture is like, people saw crazy stuff. You want to think about crazy stuff, read Ezekiel. And so if you guys are like, wow, this sounds really whacked, uh, it's not. It is probably less whack than a lot of scripture and a lot of the visions in scripture. You guys just need to realize that God created every part of us and he creates it for us to work efficiently. And some things have just not been utilized. And so utilizing our imagination in partnership with our faith, in partnership with our brains, in partnership with our eyes that can read the promises of God, our ears that can hear the promises of God, we can overcome things. So this week, we just want to talk again. I'm going to utilize the scripture from Proverbs that is it says so as a man thinketh he is so your thoughts you are who you think the person that you are that is a result of your thoughts if you don't like it talk to the writer of the proverbs probably solomon wrote that one i'd i'd have to go back and look for sure but chances are probably good but it's scriptural and so the nice thing about that is as we change the way we think we can change the way we are not profound, but profound, right? That's pretty profound. We can change the way we think. And so this week, we're just going to look at a pretty popular story in scripture uh, where Jesus feeds the 5,000. And you guys, you probably have all heard, and, and as I have too, that the scripture probably recorded 5,000 men. So we're actually talking with women and children. We're probably talking 20,000 plus people. 
I don't know, feeding 5,000 and 20,000 is the same challenge for me. It's like both of those are like, I don't know that another 15,000 people would make a difference. If I can do five, I can do 15. And so the miracle as it stands with 5,000 is absolutely incredible and a great illustration of the power of God and a great illustration of the love of God for his people because he could have easily sent them home. People had food and would have been a simple solution. So all the Gospels record this account. Um, it is um, in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. John gives us some more insight into the details of the story as it relates to Jesus and his interaction with his disciples. So we have uh, two disciples, uh, Andrew and Philip. And Jesus says to Philip, he's like, hey, you need to feed these people. And Philip's response is, do you have any idea how much money it would cost just to give each person a tiny bite? This is like outrageous. And so Philip, like most of us, probably would, that would have been my response. Like, Jesus, you know, this is, in, yeah, there, there's no way I would have thought, you know, what's accessible? What can I produce? And so um, I, I hope I would have thought differently um, hanging out with Jesus and stuff, but mm, chances are probably not. Maybe. I'm hoping I was an Andrew. So Andrew on the other side, not necessarily like overflowing with faith, but he had managed to gather up some loaves of bread and some fishes. And he comes to Jesus and he says, Jesus, hey, I got this. It's not enough to feed everybody, but can you work with this? Now, he doesn't say, can you work with that? And that's definitely implied. But look, he went out and he started to gather what he could. There is a profound lesson here. You know, instead of discounting, instead of giving it all the reasons why it can't happen, he went out and he started gathering. He found what he could. And so he found, you know, a small amount of food. Considering the amount of people that were there, that is not a lot of food. And so, you know, the question, how hard did he try? Well, we're not, we're not going to go there. But he brought it to Jesus. So we have two very different perspectives. And I think it's absolutely profound here to show that if you think it doesn't matter how you think, it really does matter how you think. And if you are addicted to negative patterns of thinking, it matters. It matters in the outcome of your life. It matters the material that God has to work with with you. And so as Andrew brought the loaves in and the fishes, was Jesus able to work with that? Darn right he was. What'd he do? He took those and he blessed that. And what happened? Everybody got a tiny little bite, and that's all. And they all went home depressed because they're just like, ah, is that all Jesus got? No. <laughs> they got their fill. They ate to the full. They ate to the absolute full. They got their fill. So when Andrew went out and got and says, well, this is what I got, Jesus was able to work with that. And so, so often, especially as Americans, we feel like we have to have the answers. Andrew didn't have the answers. He had the start of an answer and that his efforts and the way he think, thought to go out and try instead of explaining all the reasons why it couldn't happen and he was just going to sit there so he didn't have to go out and do any work because if he went out and did that, it'd just be a waste of time anyway. Hey, 
Yeah, I know. I, I think that way too sometimes. You know, all the reasons why I shouldn't get off my beep, you know, to go do something because I've convinced myself that, you know, it's not going to be enough. You know, the scriptures, and it's not my favorite, but it's true. The scriptures and miracles often wait till there's some action on the part of the recipient. And then the miracle begins and the process of the miraculous starts. And so that's what we see here that Andrew started the process of the miraculous. And that process started with the way he thought. So the way you think matters. And it is so important. And it is my focus this year to change the way I think. And I'm reading the scriptures, reacquainting myself with the promises of God to integrate it into the way I think. I'm integrating into the way I think the infinite possibilities that exist with God. The scriptures that say, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Where Jesus says, you shall do greater things than me. God did not design and he did not want us to be less than or substandard. He came to set the standard that we were to go above and beyond. And so it is a little depressing in that we are living so below the standard that Jesus set, like so below. Because I think the root is, is that we don't think we can. We have to start in the very first smallest place. We have to believe that it is true what Jesus said. And only you can examine in your heart of hearts when that scripture is read that says, you shall do greater things than me, if that's true in your heart. We know it's true in the word and that the word is true but is it true in your heart when that's read does it ring true or does your inner self give witness to your disbelief and if it does that's okay because that's a great place to start you know the best place to start is to be honest with yourself and if that rings true for disbelief in your heart just start there and ask God to help you and to begin to activate your faith and believe that that is possible and then the scripture I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthened me is possible. So as we finish up this short little podcast today, the way you think matters. Utilize the tools that God has given you. Utilize the script. Utilize your imagination. Utilize your creativity to change the way you think. Utilize what God says that all things are possible, that the possibilities in whatever situation you're facing right now is possible. So, you guys, have a great week. And as usual, this is my fourth podcast. I so appreciate your input and feedback. And uh, thanks a bunch. And Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.